You are listening to a podcast by young men for young men, founded on the three pillars of faith, fellowship, and fitness. This is the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Eric, Sean, Jacob, and John. Boys, we are back in it. This is season three, where each week we talk about what to do when things get real and how to face real life problems and questions as a young man. In this episode, Sean, Eric, John, and Jake sit down and talk about season three and give insight into realities they are facing in their lives. Life really has gotten more real this summer yeah, more than yeah. any other time in my life. It's the Peter Pan syndrome. When the rubber hits the road, that's when you start realizing, you know, who am I? What do I actually want? What, what are my desires? Welcome back to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Eric, Sean, Jacob, and John. Boys, we are back in it. It's, wow. You know, what's the date today? September 16th, 2020. Here we are. You know what's funny is the second we start casting, my mic gives me problems. Every single time. I have Jacob. no issue at all. Every set time. it up. We're talking about what we want to talk about on the cast, and boom, all of a sudden it goes flaccid. <laughs> we'll so. Go closer. Get closer to it. Then I don't think it'll... Give you as much problems. Every single time. There you go. Nice. Okay, don't move. Just have to sit up straight. <laughs> Fix the posture. You're going to have like... <laughs> That's half the battle, man. It's not it finding is. what to say. It's, it's keeping your mic sure you can upright. Record it. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of whiskey is that? You guys are drinking? It's like Wold, Waldorf, Wolfsorf. I walked in there and I was like... Because for my birthday, my birthday was yesterday. I was My birthday gift to myself was... I was going to make a Manhattan mm. just because I've always wanted to. Yeah, and you have awesome. to get like whiskey, you got to get vermouth mm-hmm, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And so I walk in there, I was like, I want to make a Manhattan with bourbon. Mm. And this guy would just not stop bugging me about this whiskey. <laughs> and I was like, but you like, you went and told the liquor told store the guy. guy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And he's like, you have to get this. You need to get this. And I was like, holding it and I was yeah. looking at other whiskeys. He's like, no, this is the thing you $600. need to get. You, you need to, to go get. for this. <laughs> it was 20 bucks. So oh, okay. it's a pretty good whiskey. It's a smooth whiskey. It's really for good. Sure. I'm definitely going to go back and buy some more. Mm-hmm. Tennessee whiskey. In a Manhattan, that's a good drink. That's oh, a it's so good. Drink. It was my first time making one. And I think when you're at a restaurant and they make one, it's like, okay, it's good. Mm-hmm. But this time it, I made it just perfectly. It's the 212. The 212, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the ratio. John, mm-hmm. we were when we were in Sorrento back in Italy, I had, I had a cocktail at one of these bars there one night. And it was called The Godfather. And yes. I've asked so many bartenders i'm like hey can, do you know what a godfather is and like no one knows what it is that is really surprising i know I, I, what I, is it, it was so good i think it's i think it's a mix of um it's vermouth bourbon i think there's scotch in it as well i think they mix scotch wow. and bourbon with vermouth i don't know what it is but it's I, I haven't been able to recreate it it was so good yeah there's a i've been getting very much into this guy on youtube it's it's called cocktail chemistry hmm. and so he brings chemistry into making cocktails <laughs> so it's just the stupidest things that he makes like he did this famous um bacon infused bourbon old-fashioned so he cooked bacon poured the bacon grease in the bourbon what? and then let it sit overnight and then he poured it back like he took out the fat and stuff because he he wow. froze it so then the fat froze then he took it out and then he and then he made it old-fashioned with the bourbon so it was bacon infused bourbon like crazy stuff huh. do you guys remember the irish party last spring 
We've got my hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So whenever oh, I hear yes. bacon grease now, I feel like we haven't. Have, have we like actually we haven't had like a. I mean, we did the Zoom casts. We've been yeah. in person since. But we haven't been in person. Yeah. We haven't bantered about that party. That oh was my gosh, that, yeah, was, that so was the crazy. dawn of COVID. Yeah, yeah I remember we were all like week. on the edge of our seats, like, will they cancel Lucky Palooza? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and oh, then they shit. did. <laughs> we're all depressed, dude. It's been a while. Yeah, this has been yeah. a long time. The last time we were in here with, with was with Joe in February, or no, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, I think it was with Jordan. Yeah. We're all freezing. And we were like cold. Yeah, yeah, we were like, it was probably 10 degrees out. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, he brought us the snacks. <laughs> yeah, he brought us the snacks. And that that was a good he doesn't podcast. even eat himself. He's like, here's some Oreos that I've never had. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I want to thank Jordan for, he gave us, he gave me a 100% BPA filled um, shaker bottle. <laughs> yeah. You know, only they're 100% BPA free. Mine was BPA. filled in BPA. But I've been using it like every, that's, I still use it. No, that's what he gave awesome. me. So Jordan. Mr. Dick, thank you so much for that shaker bottle. It's definitely uh, helped me. It goes oh, a yeah. long way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's been three years, Jake. You just said that. Yeah. Before we Isn't that nuts? Hit record. It's I been didn't three even have years. hair on my face. I couldn't grow a beard three years ago. Yeah, you could, dude. <laughs> you could grow a beard. Dude, I didn't have hair on my chest, and I still don't. I don't know. What's <laughs> what am I missing? <laughs> three what years. Missing? And I think it all started in the um, Groveland Tap booth. Yeah. That's oh, when we did. first I got remember I, that, that was the first time I met Eric. No way. I really? think so. No way. Like, personally, yeah. Dang. I think so. Yeah. We need to go carve the Sons of Thunder in that, in that booth. booth. Dude, yes. <laughs> that would yes. be so sick. I remember, too, that night, I think I, like, mocked up a, a logo on canvas. I was like, dude, this is going to be so cool. And Chad's like, it looks nice. By the way, I know a guy who can make us a logo. <laughs> the OG. Well, we, like, well, like, we met at the tap, and, yeah. like, John gave me a call the week before and was like, hey, would you be interested? And I'm like, yeah, like, let's, let's check it out. And then we went to the tap, and then it started pouring rain. And then yeah. I think after we went to St. Thomas and like sat in yeah. OEC for oh, like we two so hours, made, and we were like, let's create yeah. a Facebook, let's put it. And yeah. then we had like this Bible verse background for our, for our cover photo. It was like, the world, or like, you know, creation waits in eager longing yes. for the revelation <laughs> of the sons of men. We're like, yes. <laughs> Photoshop, yeah. sons of thunder instead in there. Yeah, I remember I created a Facebook because I didn't know at the time you could just create a page through your Facebook. Yeah. So the guy's name is actually sons and then his last name is Thunder. <laughs> so I'll log into our Facebook page and be like, welcome back, sons. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. We should talk more about the genesis of the sons because we've kind of taken a long break and I think we want to really change things up Yeah, with our podcast. Someone told me, they, I told them about the podcast and they're like, I'll check it out. And then they watched the, um, they, you know, they were like, oh, I listened to it. And I was like, which which one? And they were like, oh, the, the first one, the very first one. And I was like, yeah. well, I'm happy I could give you time off purgatory because that was miserable. <laughs> we're pleading the audience to listen. <laughs> Just give us a chance. Yeah. Please listen to us. <laughs> Recording in Sean's living room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Screaming into the computer. Oh, that, was, my yeah. that was so fun. I sounded like I was a surfer, bro. I was like, yeah, we're going to come at you with faith and fellowship and fitness. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So weird. Well, John, I think uh, you have given the narrative a few times about our genesis pretty well. I think it started out maybe a month before we got together at the tap, correct? Yeah. It's hard to discern those mists of prehistory. <laughs> Pre-COVID. They're all past lives, man. It's yeah. crazy. I don't know the narrative exactly, but it was at the time we were getting back from Rome and SPO was running their S&E conference, mm-hmm. and that's where the name came from. And the general idea 
who was interested in this project and who was being motivated to go there. And then we met up at the tap. Initially, Cuba was going to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Cuba Our is running his own podcast. Like, that's word on the street, but I've never heard it. He's come to usurp us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was on our group chat for a year just learning all our secrets. <laughs> he was. All part of the plan. He was, dude. He was a Trojan yeah. horse. Dang it. Yeah. He was. <laughs> and I think we got going right away. I mean, we I think really we started did. casting, like, right as the school year began. Uh-huh. And um, I think they originally were like 15 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Less. Oh, even. eight minutes. Our first like one we was wrote seven like and a half. Our first yeah. one was seven and a half. And, yeah. and we planned it for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. And then now, now we show up and don't plan anything and talk for an hour and a half. It's like yeah. different. I don't know what's better, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You really don't know what's better. <laughs> we would plan out who was to speak next. We would do the yeah, pointing. Point. Oh, my gosh. When someone made a good point, we'd like pretend to hit a home run. More like <laughs> shouting. We're like, yeah, just listen to the cast. <laughs> That's exactly what cast like. was like. Good that's point, it, man. That was so great. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all just, pat, just back wow. padding. Yeah, Snapchat, wow. Snapchat's so bad. Yeah. Oh, I agree, man. Snapchat is bad. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and the talking over each other the whole yeah. time. That was one of our staples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the constant, like, fighting for the, the something to well, say. I, I remember it was, I don't know, like two weeks after we kind of talked about it. We got the logo and I don't know where... But I think it was August, but we filmed that video. Do you yeah. remember we, we spent yeah. the whole day on campus oh, yeah. and I brought my camera and like I was like, Jacob, sweet. sit in the pew and hold the rosary and just close <laughs> yeah. your eyes. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's Do good. one bench press. And then like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and John and Sean are holding up the weights on the end. <laughs> yeah. No, there's one where Sean had to go on his skateboard. Yes. Yeah. Under the thing. Thing. Yeah. And then we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like the only time I've been to Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings is on <laughs> Craving some wings. Oh, I would, we should yeah. we should we should do a, a cast at B Dubs. Yeah, we Q&A. should. But so because we we were using the the thunder song from Imagine Dragons for yes. that video, and you know like when it drops that first time in the video, uh-huh. the the it's such a it's such a weak it, it's a great build up, but it's just such a weak <laughs> moment that I edited it in there for that because it's literally yeah. Sean with a piece of celery just like <laughs> flipping it and like yeah. it's just, well, I was just like, like laughing. Yeah. Was like, that was so funny. Yeah, it was fun. They was haven't good. come after us yet though. That's good. You know, I thought Imagine Dragons would be knocking on our door yeah. at that copyright. Well, they, they want to get on the cast. I heard that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the deal we'll strike with them yeah. to keep uh-huh. using their song. Yeah. yeah. It's How did you get, how did, because I know you and Jake, John and Jake got together. How did you guys choose, Eric and I? Like I think I, that was mostly John's doing. I didn't really know either. Mostly God's you, doing. God's doing, doing yeah. God's I remember, I, I think I was, I don't know, I hadn't showered yet for that day and I was. <laughs> I don't know. You were just, moving into uh, Marshall, but not yet. Yeah, well, I remember I was I was at my parents' house in Lake Elmo, and I was in the basement in my room. And he calls me, and I remember sitting there looking out the window on this beautiful sun, like sunny day yeah. in the basement, you know, at the basement window, and just like. Yes, yes, I want to do that. Yes. Like, yeah, it was just like this moment yes, of like, God. like the Avengers, like Iron Man, like I'm creating a team. You know, I'm forming a team. I yeah, said, yes, yes. Yeah, I think I remember making that call too. Because I moved a, a into beautiful Grand. moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you know college, and graduation. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just thinking of how we sound now versus then. I mean, like life has gotten life's gotten really real mm-hmm. since then. You know, totally. we had Will Quant on a podcast. We were yeah. drinking mead in the Grand <laughs> Basement <laughs> before. Nice. Uh, he was our first guest, wasn't he? Yeah, he yeah, was for a while. Then we had Joel on after. 
Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex. Yes. <laughs> John's like, oh, the, the word, the Latin word for happiness is beatitudo, or beatitudo, right? Yeah, something like that. Like and that. then, then Quant's like, <laughs> Quant's like, another Latin word is Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrant Lizard King. <laughs> Tyrant Lizard King. Yeah, that's just one of the all-time. I should put that because for our. Um, for our intro, I want to do a bunch of little sound bites. Oh, yeah. I should do that as a sound Dude, bite. That's Tyrus Lizard King. Intro. He was just screaming the whole intro, wasn't he? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're kind of just revamping the cast. We've taken how many months off? Six mm-hmm. months yeah. off. About that, yeah. And we've been, you know. A lot of stuff has happened, and we kind of want to change things up. We don't want to just be posting stuff that is kind of just all over the place every single mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that was that that worked really well when we were, you know, all in things and all doing crazy things and having these experiences. But I think we really want to start dialing down on certain topics. Mm. And we're going to kind of go... F- with the season format, you know, have four or five episodes in a season, just make it easier to listen to us um, and even just learn more because we, we really kind of get into, you know, these topics and we really want to dive into these topics. And so this first topic that we want to talk about is um, when things get real. I mean, we've, we've kind of all, gra- we've all graduated. Wow. We've all gotten jobs. We've all, you know, We've all started so many things, and so like we're, we're paying rent, mm-hmm. we have health insurance, we have bills, yeah, we man, have yeah. bills to pay, yeah, we're yeah. paying child, taxes. Yeah. I have a child and a wife, yeah. yeah. So things are really getting real right now, yeah. mm-hmm. and so kind of what we kind of see that our, you know, our listeners still as a, a young man in college, and just young adults, and I think we're all going through this, like, mm. like shit is getting real. Like it's really getting real and with the coronavirus happening or not happening, if you're into conspiracies, um, let's go deep on that topic. Yeah. But it's like, things are getting real, you know, it's totally. So what do you guys think about like that topic? Well, yeah. I mean, I think when we originally got together, we were, we, you know, our main, our main point was what if we got together and talked about things that we wish someone would have kind of told us mm-hmm. when we were younger, you know? Yeah. And back then I remember thinking like, well, we're going to get older, you know, and how do we kind of transition through life and also still be able to kind of maintain that message? Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, how I think about it now is that like, I think our listeners and, you know, a lot of our friends and family members, you know, the people that do actually listen to us, they're, they're growing with us. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. think, um, the retrospective view, you know, is 2020 hindsight. Right. And I think, you know, just the ability for us to have gone through some things, you know, and, and like I've, it's been a really, it was a really rough, like last year for me, year and a half, you know, just like stuff going on in life, you know, and I feel like I've learned some things and I'm looking forward to talking about like, what is it? mean to get real in life you know what happens when life gets real because it's no longer this you know really abstract jesus is amazing and i'm at college and do you know what i mean like that that, it's that's such a fun point of life you know like Mm -hmm. there's there's so much it's very life-giving you know yeah Uh, but when the when the rubber rubber hits the road that's when you start realizing you know who am i what do I actually want? What, what are my desires? You know, I'm not surrounded by community. I'm not surrounded by these college classes that are telling me what I need to know. I need to go actually seek these things for myself now, you know. And th- th- that, that gap right there is kind of a gap of, of kind of self-choosing, if that makes sense, or 
you know, John Eldridge talks about this point we get into our lives where it's a chasm that we can't cross over by ourselves. And the Lord needs to actually enter into our lives and kind of bring us over that chasm or build a bridge for us in, in relationship. And if we don't take the time to do that, you know, we're going to find ourselves at 45 years old, 50 years old, still stuck at that chasm and still asking these same questions, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like it, what it means to get real is inviting the Lord not just into your life, but I guess not, not, not just believing in the Lord, but how to invite him into your every day, how to live as a Christian at work, how to live as a Christian as, as a father, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, 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 what do you do with your money? You know, mm-hmm. these things that we're, these questions we're asking, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like it'd be really important for, I think, I guess our target, target audience. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And it's hard because we are back to the planting phase of our lives again. Yeah, that's right. Right. I mean, senior year of high school, you're kind of the head on shows, you're reaping. Yeah, right? totally. And you start over again, come freshman year of college and you're planting again. You're figuring out what to do, who to be friends with, what clubs to get involved with, et cetera. Then you get to senior year. It's great. You got your first job lined up. Maybe mm-hmm. not for the class of 2020 because of COVID. <laughs> um, and then you start over again, and you're at the bottom of the pyramid. And it can be hard, you know, to build that foundation. I think out of the phases of life, planting, sowing, reaping, and resting, uh, the planting is definitely the hardest. Um, and I think, Eric, you're right to say, like, when we're in our 20s, like, it's good to figure it out so that it doesn't come back to haunt us in our 50s. But on the flip side, it's also good to not rush into things, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And to take our time. And it's kind of that balance. You know, you want to be here, and I'm obviously can't see me, but I'm raising my hand up to the ceiling. But in reality, we're, you know, closer to the floor. And um, I think sometimes the best thing we can do is to embrace that journey and find the fruits of it, find the joys, find those areas that are starting to blossom. Uh, and assuming they give us life to pursue that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, Sean, you can probably speak into this real well because you're very much transitioned that phase. But the older the, we get, the less options we have, right? The, it's the Peter Pan syndrome. In college, you're presented with yeah. all these opportunities, uh, all these friends, and everything's fresh and out there and available for you. But the more choices you make, the less options you have, and then it's entering into that and not looking back. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the last, in the last season we had talked about learning to love the process, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. you know, wanting the result, but learning how to enter into the process and actually it's more fruitful if you learn to love the process than, you know, focus on the result in a way, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I think, you know, last fall we had talked about kind of the twenties are the, the time of planting in your life, right? Yep. Like what you do now, you are no matter what going to reap in your thirties, yep. whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to kind of make those decisions about, you know, am I going to take this day to do nothing? Or, you know what, I'm in my 20s, you know, and, and, and what I do right now, I think it matters and it's going to matter. You know what I mean? So it's kind of having, it's kind of switching that mindset and learning to love discipline, learning to love duty and responsibility. Yeah. Um, it goes back to what do, uh, Dr. Berry was talking about. The things that you want to do versus the things you should do, the closer they become, the happier you'll be, you'll be right? Mm-hmm. I know you were talking about that last time, mm-hmm. or last time we brought yeah. that up, John, but... Yeah, and also just with the COVID, it kind of made you realize where you want to really spend your time, yeah. right? Yeah. Because events you're going to are o- 
over, uh, especially for the first month or so, you're not really seeing your friends. And it gives you this, it forces you a reset, mm. whereas you normally wouldn't take it. And at least in my case, I felt like without even realizing it, I was going through the motions so much, um, overextending myself, going to too many, you know, events or clubs or whatever it was, and then stepping back and going like, wow, I really didn't need all that. Mm. And kind of being like, all right, I want to start to focus more on this area of my life, this area, Mm. um, and not just trying to do it all, which was exhausting. And ultimately you have glazed over eyes. Like you could be at this awesome event, but if it's your sixth event that week, it's like whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really mm-hmm. appreciate it. And I think coming out of COVID, at least in my case, made me appreciate certain things, um, like certain friendships I had and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, is there something for, for you guys that like you can name like that one thing that like, you know what, being in lockdown, being in quarantine, COVID, you know, just this unique summer we've had, like, is there, is there like a one thing that you guys could share? For our listeners, of just kind of like, you know, hey, we went through this, and I mean, I have something, but I, I, I won't go first. So, and if not, that's fine. But I think I really miss traveling, to be honest. Um, just whether it's flying off to someplace on the coast yeah. or um, even just traveling five hours, you know, up north and that new environment, that new terrain, that kind of adventurous spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, knowing that you couldn't go anywhere would kind of made you feel like you were in occupied space, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not that I was necessarily, like, constantly traveling, but just the thought of, like, I, even if I wanted to go somewhere I couldn't was, like, not a good feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Um, is there something you learned, though? Like, is there, is there one thing you're like, I learned this about myself? Or, like, you know, you talked about the, the things that you want to do moving forward like what are some of those things well um i guess in regard to the traveling i realized i really don't like to stay in the same spot for too long not necessarily (laughs) like home but like just things can get so monolithic Mm -hmm. um but i guess eric to speak more to your question i realized i really liked being outdoors more um, and like the hiking and I took out my bike for the first time in like <laughs> six years and just kind of doing some of that stuff that you can do solo. Still got the training wheels on it. Still got the pegs on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, just doing that, that sort of thing. And so I guess one of the highlights of my summers, John and I we went to the Black Hills, which was a blast. That's um, awesome. Got to do that. And it's so funny. South Dakota is like nothing changed. They never like, <laughs> locked out or nothing shut down. Locked down. And we can, we can, you know, talk about the merits of, of that uh, or lack thereof wherever side of the aisle you're on. But um, that was a really good time. So. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, it was, it was such a good, uh, quarantine was really good to me. I really, just because I kind of had my family, you know, family unit already. <laughs> I just remember like going to the grocery store and being like, okay, let's get as much freaking pasta as we can <laughs> and freeze everything. Freeze the pasta. Yeah. I just remember that so vividly going to the store and getting pasta and, um, and flour and they were like all out. You're like, dang it. We're going to go to another store. <laughs> just so just funny. Just loaded up. Honey, Did you load uh, up on the toilet paper? Just like, honey, I got the cabinet stacked with flour. We're set. Yeah. And so it was really good. I think, I mean, for as great as it was, I really felt stuck as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just just being stuck at home was so hard mentally 
to not be able to see friends, not really not be able to see you guys. You guys were such a, you know, saving grace from, you know, being in marriage and then just being able to hang out with guys, being able to podcast, being able to do things that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that was just really hard being stuck and not seeing family, being like, oh, crap, my parents want us to come over, but we don't know if it's safe. Just that whole hysteria was really tough. Mm. You know, just because I had to make decisions for my family, it wasn't just me. Because if it was just me, it would have been like, yeah, I'll come home and just quarantine with you, with my family. But then, you know, I had a whole family to take care of and worry about. And we really didn't know what was going to happen. Mm. And so that was kind of tough. But it was so great for my marriage. It was probably the best thing ever awesome. for our marriage just to be able to spend so much time together. Lexi and I are just, we're already homebodies. So to give us a tangible excuse <laughs> to spend time at home was just great. Hmm. And I honestly can see so many fruits of just our quarantine still. Just on like just how fun we, how much fun we can have together. Yeah. And I really grew in... Um, in like with her, you know, not love, but like, mm-hmm. like I really like being around Delexi now, awesome. which is really fun. You know, it's really hard for a marriage to turn from like puppy love to, you know, real love to liking them, to wanting to spend the rest of your life with them, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that, just going through that transition and being like, Oh, I really like Delexi. It's not yeah. like, Oh, I have to spend this time with her. Let's, you know, be in love, let's go on dates. Oh, it's just fun, you know, hanging out and joking around. I think that's something that I've really learned um, over this quarantine. I think that's such a cool distinction because, like, some siblings are like, I love my sibling, but I don't like hanging out with them. Yeah. So that's probably, you know, a reality is sometimes that, that love is there, but, like, you can grow distant from actually spending totally. time with them, yeah. enjoying their company. And it's like your siblings. You always love them. You know, mm, you're going to yeah. love them no matter what. And that's what it should be in a marriage. Mm. But to, to really like someone is, is a, a totally yeah. different thing, too. That's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. What about you, Jay? Did you guys play board games? Oh, my gosh. So many board <laughs> games. Dude. We played Monopoly, like, every night for... Just I think two, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, just so the two of us. What? Wow. We played Risk. We played Scrabble. We That's played awesome. Catan. Do you have, like, different strategies? Some people love to just, like, run up on the lesser properties and just get a ton of them. Some people <laughs> I, hold for the last it was, few. Um, Let's get real. Let's learn Monopoly. <laughs> no, it was, it was tough because I've never played with, like, more than two people now. I've only played with Delexi, and with two people, Monopoly is way different strategy. Yeah, yeah. It's and so competition. Yeah, I, I could explain it more, but I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. do that. You really monopolized. That was the next cast. Yeah. Monopoly strategy. Yeah, well, yeah. sound talk yeah. board game stuff. <laughs> no, Dude, I mean, all the board games. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, even with what you guys have already said, I think about this season, talking about life getting real, and kind of having a target audience of the young man who's in his early 20s, um, specific questions that are coming up, you know, Mm -hmm. of kind of like, I would love to talk, and, you know, we can do a cast on how do you know when it's time to propose, you know, right? Um, Jacob, you just got a bunch of certifications, and you're like a certified financial advisor. We could talk about like, hey, you're in your early 20s. What do I do with my money, you know? Mm -hmm. And you get down to the the real questions, and we can even talk about like, hey, 
what are some fun hangouts, right? Like yeah. board games, right? Like, like yeah. we can talk about different board games you can do. Or, hey, how do I meet someone? You know what I mean? How do I get back into the dating game? It's yeah. a whole new world, whatever, right? Totally. You're not in college. You know, it's like, you know, I just feel like there's a lot of opportunity for the season. And I'd love to talk with you guys about um, not when just faith gets real, but when life gets real. And actually ask those yeah. specific questions and have kind of more of a concrete topic of like, yeah. how do you know she's the one? What do I do with my money? You know, kind of things like that. I don't yeah. know. Just more, more real stuff. Yeah, you know? real life. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's what we're all gunning for. How has the um, fitness been for you fellas? Lately? Oh, snap. Dude, the fitness has sucked for me. <laughs> I was, because we've talked about my goal of wanting to yeah. gain 25 pounds. And I was just, I was deadlifting. I was squatting. I just got to squatting six plates, and I was so happy. Oh, what? Yeah. 600 wait, pounds? Th- wait, wait, no, no, no. Th- six plates. Wait, deadlifting or squatting? Squatting. Six, squatting three six? on each side. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 315. Very yeah, good. 315. That's I was awesome, so dude. pumped. That was just a huge milestone for me because yeah, I've especially never Especially for the mile you have squatted. to go down. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, just, like, so going down a little bit. It's um, like the Empire State Building. Yeah. It like, takes three minutes. <laughs> it really does. It's like the elevator. <laughs> and so I was so I was doing so well. I was working out every day at Ecolab and then when the work from home order started, I just I just stopped working out cuz I was like I need to be in a gym. I was so set on, you know, using a barbell that I was like, okay, I can try to use my dumbbells. I mean, I had a 45 and a 25, but it just didn't do. Just really didn't do. Mm-hmm. And I honestly started working out just a week ago. So Nice. Back at it. Back at it. So, but yeah, the podcast. Was, you haven't right? lost much weight. I mean, last week you no, were I've, with I, us. I've been too. I'm think I'm at two ten. So I yeah. start. I've, I'm at fifteen pounds up. But I mean, so, from the beginning of I guess quarantine or from the January. last time you lifted three fifteen. How yeah. much? You probably haven't lost that much weight though. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 You I've, know what I mean? I'm up fifteen pounds since January. That's awesome. So. I'm trying to transition. At least you've my been able to maintain to it. Yeah, yeah. I really or maybe you just got really it. fat. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, I guess Sean doesn't get fat. Oh, that, 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 was was that was a joke. I lost my abs for a little bit, but they're back. So we'll do the shirtless cast next week. Yeah. Full accountability. Yes. Full the live shirtless cast is coming next week. Um, for me, it's been great. I mean, yeah. I've, uh, if not, I would say I've gotten more fit um, than I was. Nice. In the, That's awesome. I've, I, I'm, I'm lifting more weight, and I'm lifting more often now than I ever, ever have been. That's um, so good. And kind of in quarantine, I just had some home workouts. I was just doing like a lot of isometrics and stuff, yeah. and just uh-huh. kind of, you know, which I would say I remember talking with you guys about uh-huh. that, which were great. And then some cycling this summer, and then, uh, yeah, I've just been hitting the gym. I've been doing this new strength and conditioning, conditioning workout. Awesome. And I've, uh, it's, it's awesome. I mean, so it's, I, one of my colleagues was telling me about it and this, this dude is huge. Like he's just super strong. His forearms are the size of my thighs and he used to be a linebacker down in Mankato and stuff. And I was like, what do you do for working out? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you unless you're going to work for it. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was like, let's do it, man. Like, come on, tell me, you know? And so he gave me this whole massive plan of kind of, of like, hey, if you, if you want to gain muscle, if you want to gain weight, if you want to be conditioned, like, this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's kind of what we set up for myself. And so, you know, you're doing heavy weights and you're doing legs and upper body every single day. Um, so, I mean, do you guys want to know the whole plan or? Tell us. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Monday you show up, you do a little warm up, a little on the row, a little bike and stuff like that. Lift some, some lighter weights for the legs. You always start with the legs. Um, and then you're throwing heavy weight on. I'm at like, I don't know, uh, maybe 
285 on the squat or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then so for the first week, you're doing three sets of five. Mm-hmm. And so you do, you know, five squats, and then you're going to do a hamstring workout, a quad workout, and a calf workout. No, sorry, not quad. You're, you, sorry, you're, you're going to squat, do a hamstring workout, do a calf, and then you're doing a 30-second sprint on the treadmill, and then you drink it some water. And you do that three times. And that's the leg circuit. And then you take a like, you know, a couple minute break and then you go to the upper body. And so then you hit the bench, same thing, heavy weight, five, five reps, and then you do some back and then you do some kind of like pec auxiliary Mm -hmm. something, you know, pec fly. And then you're doing battle ropes for 30 seconds and you do that three times. Um, and that's what Monday looks like. And then Wednesday is pretty much the same thing, but you're doing leg press and you're doing incline bench mm-hmm. instead of a normal bench mm-hmm. just because you don't want to be looking weird. You know, you get a really, really big lower well, pack, but the upper pack or... is just nothing. You know what I mean? And yeah. I have been working legs more than I ever have well, in my so life fun. and it changes everything. Well, it, it feels works so your whole, good. whole body. Yeah. How, walking up the stairs, yep. you know, I, I just, I don't know what it, like literally it just, it, it, like I, I'm, you're more able to lift heavier weight because your trunk mm-hmm. is just much more supported yeah, you know yeah. i used to be so top heavy all the time i would used to never lift my legs because of my bad back yep. uh and it's just been great i've and just been mm-hmm. loving it. it's funny because a good solution to a bad back is to lift legs yeah yeah you know? as yeah. long as you do it right build up strength yeah have the right form yeah it's gonna yeah. help and and i'm so surprised i haven't had an injury yet i'm kind of like yeah. I'm, I'm knocking on wood because I'm, <laughs> I'm just waiting for like an injury to happen because it's just like i've never lifted this much before yeah are you um, supplementing yeah so he told me he's like hey if you're gonna be doing this like you're probably gonna need supplements you know your body's yeah. not gonna be able to keep up with this and yeah you know i shoot for three meals a day one cheat meal a day i don't do a cheat day i do a cheat meal every single day because your body needs that fat you know oh, yeah. um you know you need something to burn mm-hmm. and so before the workout i'll take c4 dynasty it's like the newest c4 apparently like the healthiest one for you i haven't taken c4 since college like my sophomore <laughs> year and oh my goodness does this thing run me up the wall like literally That's I, get, crazy. I get tunnel vision and i get so focused and i get so intense and i literally I feel like I'm like my whole body's vibrating and I feel supercharged. Literally, I feel wow. like a superhero. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can go lift anything. Hopefully, right you have now. a spotter on the bench. I know I don't. I, yeah, I, I haven't, so I haven't been able to do much like super heavy bench, but like it's been <laughs> kind of freaky. I'll ask someone to help me or something like that. But, yeah. uh, but yesterday or two days ago, I was planning to go to, I was studying all day and then I was like, you know what? I want to work out and I want to go to mass today. That's my goal. Three things. I finished studying and I'm like, okay, time to work out. Pour the C4. Chugged it down, was ready to go, looked at the clock, and I was like, oh, shoot, I don't have time to work out. I have to go to mass. And I was just like, shoot, I just drank the C4. So I'm like, I'm like oh, no. <laughs> and so I had like 30 minutes before I had to leave. So I went out and just like sprinted around my block like like, like six times. <laughs> and then I like, I was just sitting in mass and literally just shaking. I was just like so oh, energized. And I'm like, this sucks, this sucks. So why did I do that? Um, <laughs> but then I take, you know, BCAs, uh, BCAAs and stuff like that, amino acids during the workout and then of course protein afterwards so very nice yeah, yeah the, talk to you the about sprinting that, is um huge actually for building muscle especially mm-hmm. when you implement it into your programs like that yeah. i mean you look at the olympic sprinters and those yeah. guys are just jacked yeah. they're not the lean you know marathon runners mm-hmm. they are bodybuilder-esque yeah. Yeah. and totally yeah and They're I've so been able cool. to like see progress. I mean, like, like I've been sprinting faster. I've been yeah. lifting more weight, and it's insane. And the big thing is, you don't, you know, for your first set of five, you pick a weight, but your second set of five, you're picking a heavier weight. You know, it's like, okay, well, you know, he was telling me, he's like, if you get five up there, you know, he's like, if, if you do five reps, he's like, 
you, you got to pick up the weight. Your, your body can only already do that. You know, he's like, you, he's like, it was thinking about, he's like, you're not working out your training and you're always competing with yourself. He's like, you're, you're going to walk into that gym and he's like, are you going to beat yourself that day? Like, yeah. are, are you, are you going to win today hmm. or are you going to lose? You know? And it's just yeah. this constant competition yeah. and my shirt is just sweating and I am just dog tired. My heart beats at like 180 the entire time. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, but it's awesome. That feels so, so good. good. It's mm. so good. Yeah. Does Tierney join you? Uh, no, he told me he's like he's like man, yeah, that sounds really unhealthy. <laughs> he's like he's like he's like you're doing legs and upper body. And the thing is, you know, for a long time I was doing chest day, back yeah. day, you know, or kind of the, you know, uh, back and tries, you know, or back and buys, whatever, right? And I just wasn't seeing results, you know. Mm-hmm. And it felt great, and it was a very chill workout, you know. It's like you go into the gym. You're kind of sweating. You're not breathing heavy, but you're pumped, you know. And you're like, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm definitely bulking, right? But I'm not seeing progress. And then as soon as I started keeping my heart rate up and lifting heavier weights, honestly, I just see, I feel my body changing so much more quickly. You feel it so. Much. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, like that's just what I've been doing now. It's been great. That's so good. Thanks that's for good. thanks for letting me share all that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure listener land is taking notes. Oh yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. John, how, how's your workout been? It's good. It's been steady. Yeah. Yeah, you've definitely put on some, some muscle. What are you looking lately? at? <laughs> are you looking at your reflection right now? Just steady, Eddie. That's how it's going. Where are you working out, LA? Yeah, I go to the one redacted. <laughs> yeah. right. we don't want to let them know where we go this has yeah. been redacted all the fans are going to come in <laughs> yeah. that's, that's yeah, the, right. really that's the recipe in the long run it's just the consistency it is and yeah. when you build the foundation well enough and yeah. you continue to sleep well eat mm-hmm. well like The Rock yeah he works out hard he works out I think five days a week but I mean it's for 45 minutes like mm-hmm. it's not his life i mean that mm-hmm. man still is shooting movies he's shooting commercials he's yeah. traveling the world he's doing businesses like yeah. you can still live a full lifestyle you can be a dad you can be whatever you totally are and still be in phenomenal shape yep um and the biggest i think the biggest thing if you ask the rock if you ask mark Wahlberg, if you ask a lot of these guys what is like the biggest secret I think a lot of them would say it's just consistency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just totally. doing it when you're traveling. It's, you know, rolling out a bench and doing dips on the bench, like a, like literally a chair. Um, yeah. You just wherever you can find a workout. You can yeah. always do that. You know, mm-hmm. um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in his book, he talks about how when he was pretty much locked at the embassy because he was trying to get his passport, a hurried passport, Austrian passport to go to the U.S. and compete in Mr. Olympia. Um, and he was just locked at the embassy, he would do a 1,000 push-ups a day, and he'd do, like, 2,000 sit-ups, and time under tension, you know, just finding a way to still get fit, still work That's out, so and keep that edge, because yeah. not only did it help benefit him, you know, doing those, but he goes, the second you lose it, the second that you, all right, I'm just going to take today off because of circumstances, yep. that's when it's really hard to get back on the horse. Mm-hmm. It's way easier mm-hmm. to just stay on it, you know, go through go through the motions and just keep doing it. Yeah, um, I think that's probably what a lot of people probably had happen to them with COVID. Totally, I mean, Sean, you kind of spoke into that a little bit. Yeah, um, and like even if that is you, like, all right, today, you know, just go to the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's never yeah. too late to start over. You know, with, with those things, it's just like you know, like Sean, you just said this like. 
I haven't been working out, but hey, I just started last week. And yeah. you know, and that, that's, there's always a celebration in that. There's always like, there sweet is. dude, you know, because at the, I, I've realized with COVID, my thing, like my big thing I've learned is I, I live really fast and I like to be involved with things. And when it came to the point of there's nothing going on, I can't go be with people and I can't busy myself. I kind of had to face myself and some vices came back, you know, and it was mm-hmm. just kind of like, Ugh, I don't like, you know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't, I don't like this, you know, yeah. right. And like, whether it's physically, spiritually, emotionally, things like that, I kind of just like faced a lot of stuff and it's taught me that like, there's a lot of fruit in living life slow. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm trying to remember why I shared that in the beginning because what I said to you, Sean, but it was, um, yeah, I was going to say, I've kind of stopped caring what other people think. And there's been a lot of freedom in that for me, yeah. especially yeah. when it comes going to the gym, mm-hmm. when it comes to what I'm doing with my career, you know, maybe the X amount of money I have in my bank account versus a friend of mine, you know, whatever. Uh, it's just opened my eyes to being like, I am my own man. Mm-hmm. And the Lord says yeah. the same thing to me, you know, and I have, I have an equal identity and, and being myself, but then also, like, you know, as a son. Yeah. And it's just kind of given me this strength of kind of like, I don't really care anymore because I, and I realized, I guess what I'm trying to say is I realized how much I cared about how I view myself in relation to others mm-hmm. um, and how others are, you know, view me in relation to them and all of that stuff. And yeah. uh, it kind of just gave me this kind of, I'm still trying to adopt it, but it's just like this badassery mentality of just like, I'm going to be me and maybe yeah. I don't need to apologize about who I am. You know, yeah. I can accept it. You know, it's so, so funny how that works too, because that's attractive to people is the guy who doesn't care about others' opinions. And, mm. I mean, you hear the phrase, like, you know, oh, the dudes who don't care get the girls. And, like, it's funny because there's some truth in that. And, <laughs> but uh, normally those guys are bad. You know, I mean, yeah. We can dive deeper in that. But it's, like, it's not the, like, I don't care, like, smoke weed, couch potato all day. It's, mm. like, the I'm set in who I am. This is who I am. Confidence, if I'm yeah. not who I am, then I'm not... I'm living life poorly mm. and I'm not going to live it to the fullest. Mm. And that's attractive to people. I mean, you, one area you can see that is, uh, you know, certain politicians, <laughs> Donald Trump, like him or not. One thing that he's attractive to, and you, you can't argue with he's attractive to a lot of people is the fact that he is just himself. He is bold and you know, like I said, we can get into a whole, whole like personality and everything, but to see a man just embody who he is, is appealing to people. And it's also polarizing. (laughs) I mean, you know, if this is the intro to the season, you know, podcast, I think you bring up a great topic of kind of this, you know, like super intense political environment right now. But as we're getting older, we're getting to the point where it's like, you need to start paying attention to politics. You need to start paying attention to who's in your local government and who's leading that. We saw examples of that in June for the, for the first time I actually started caring about who's, who's my mayor, you know? And like, who's my governor? What is he doing? You know what I mean? Like Uh with everything that happened in June and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it'd be like a, a good podcast would be like, how do you have dialogue about politics with family members, with friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you know, where do you research? How do you know what's true? You know, I don't know. I just feel like that's that's a, that's a real thing, and I think it's dangerous. And I think it's a good thing to know how to have those dialogues yeah. in yeah. a respectful it's, way. You it's know? good to be aware. It's also good to not just read the headlines and react, right? 
dive deeper. Yeah. You know, um, it's not like in college. Well, maybe some people did just read the cover of the textbook in college, but you're not going to get an A if you just mm. look at the cover of the textbook. And quite frankly, you're not going to get an A in life if you just look at the headlines because you're going to react. Yeah. And I mean, the falsification of information too, or the biases, uh, is so rampant yeah. that um, I think the greatest thing you can do when it comes to politics is to strive for truth. Mm-hmm. Strive and for I, truth. I would love to do a podcast on that. I would mm-hmm. love to have a whole cast devoted to how do you have dialogue about politics? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's that's the big thing, you know? Yeah. I think the... Let's get real. The total, the thing that we're going to most be talking about is just how we respond to things. I think that's kind of just like the the main thing that we're all going to be talking about. Like, how do you respond to breaking up with your girlfriend? Mm -hmm. How do you respond to graduating? How do you respond to all these things? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, we all have so many different perspectives. And I think this is going to be a good season. Yeah. I'm really excited for it. And I mean, it's going to, we don't know how long it's going to be, but uh, we really want to dive into these topics and give these topics the time. And maybe we'll do two episodes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, you maybe just think of kind of a mentality that I've been trying to, to think of or just try to adopt in my life is not trying to achieve but receive. You know, mm-hmm. we've talked about this with faith of like going to mass yeah. and not trying to achieve a spiritual strength in kind of that muscular Christianity and kind of like gripping for something from the Lord, you know, but kind of receiving it and just kind of being yeah. still. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing in your 20s in some way about life. You just have, you know, learning how to receive life. You know, yeah. everyone says... It's 90% of how you respond to things and 10% of things happening to you. You know what I mean? So it really is about responding. It really is about receiving things that are going to occur in your life, whether you want it to or not. But it's how you do that. You know, it's that mentality. Yeah. I think that's real. For me, for me, that's real. And our life. whole life, our whole, like, I turned 25 yesterday. Dude. And that's like, now I'm like... My, Half a quarter of a century. My prefrontal cortex is fully yeah. developed. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. It just means, I mean, like, that means that I I'm, can make good decisions now. <laughs> but it's no, just no, crazy. There's something different about you. Yeah, no there's, excuses. There's definitely something yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you really just milestone. So, my decision you know. making is so good. <laughs> that milestone's so different. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited to rent a car and not have to pay all those dumb fees. Gosh. <laughs> I was talking to one of the nurses at the hospital, and she's like, How old are you? I'm like, 24. And she's like, oh, so your frontal lobe isn't fully developed yet. And I yeah. said, neither is my chest hair. But you just wait, 25? <laughs> it's just going to be a What's up? Is that a thing, too? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still working on it. She's like, Hopefully I didn't read that in my books. books. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't read what that What chapter is that? She's like, oh, that was in my 200 course. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, I feel like our, our whole youth has been um, learning how to respond and learning what to do being parented by our parents, mm. you know, like the, my first 25 years of life has been, you know, kind of being told. getting ready for mm. this moment yeah. for 25, 26, you know, taking on responsibilities, you know, being disciplined, having my parents ground me. Like, what does that mean? Yep. You know, like, yep. okay, what does that mean? How do I say no to things? How do I take on responsibility and now it's like okay how do I respond to these things now how do I you know what am I going to do if I can't you know make rent or something like that you know so it's all going to be response now in my life going forward Mm -hmm. you know 
So it's I'm so, excited. I'm really excited for this topic. John, question for you. The word itself, responsibility, is it not the ability to respond? Or is it, you know, like to uh, respond to duty? Is there something there in the root I've, words at all? I don't know. I feel like I you're, the guy, one. you're the guy I kind of <laughs> toss these things to. Just because, like, if you think about it, responsibility, is, uh-huh. it, is it your ability to respond? I don't know. I mean, think, well, I, don't I know, feel like duty, that is in the world. Is that, is that a thing? Like Responsibility. Ability. <laughs> well, like, it's ability, right? But it's like, you know, I'm, I'm getting my EMT, so I got all these root word medical terms. Yeah, and all that stuff, I think right? A I'm is, like, think. separate. Got it. I'll talk to I'll talk to response. A, I'll talk to the Latin teachers I know. They'll they'll give me something. You know, I've met a lot of Latin teachers in the last few months. Surprisingly, <laughs> really? so yeah, yeah. yeah I talked to Mary. Yeah, she'll she'll know. Yeah, she yeah she will know. But yeah, I'll say a word to them, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, this this they'll give me the root word." I'm like, "Thank you." It's <laughs> like, like what? have you guys seen my big fat Greek wedding? Oh, oh, that's a, such a good movie. Wind, Windex. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, never mind. I'm not going to tell you guys. No, the guy. That's the homework. The the dad is like, tell me any word and I will give you the root back to Greek because he's so Greek. (laughs) He's like, uh, transophobia or what? what, No, not transophobia. (laughs) Arachnophobia. Let's just sit on that for a minute. Uh, Transophobia. No. That'll be the title of a cast. Arachnophobia. Tune in next time. Arachnophobia. Fear of spider. He's just so happy that he can do that. Well, this was a good Getting that DW40 on our podcast and stuff, and lubing it up, lubing it up. Yeah, grease the wheels. Any give us a chance. Any okay. Give us a chance. I don't have any last thoughts. thoughts. All right. Well, more to come. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Eric, Jacob, Sean, John. We'll see you next time. Peace. Ciao.